0: He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. That's a quote from Frederick Nietzsche. Welcome back to Flourish. I'm Diane Planaden and we are on the most awesome voyage here before the end of the year all through best-selling book called The Source by Dr. Tara Swart. And that quote was the beginning of the next chapter, which is all about motivation. So let's dive right into it. It's my favorite topic anyways. (laughs) Defeatism isn't an option for a motivated person. So, if you're serious about maximizing the source, that's your brain power, and building a resilient brain, it's important to understand your own motivations. While motivation is what keeps us going when it would be easier to give up, resilience matches this drive with the ability to bounce back from adverse situations and adapt to cope better in the future. Having a clear why inspires us. To look at obstacles flexibly when they stand in the path of our hopes. The purpose is the X factor. Your purpose in life. The Japanese call it ikagi. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but it's the reason you get up in the morning. Your purpose, your why, having a strong sense of purpose correlates with well-being It ensures we are goal-directed, motivated by a desire for a particular outcome that gives us the tenacity to keep going. And it's not always easy, and it's not going to happen necessarily every day for you, but it's within you. It's within you. You just have to keep digging it out, digging it out, filling that hole, standing on top. I love that. She goes on to say, the stronger our sense of purpose, the more the reward of moving towards that goal outweighs any possible distractions to our brain. People with a strong sense of purpose are more likely to be passionate. Hmm, how can you tell? This is my passion, right? (laughs) When aspiring young people ask Dr. Swart what they should be studying in college or which career they should choose, the best piece of advice she gives is because when things get tough, it's our passion that keeps us motivated. Following our passion is the expression of a strong inner purpose. And she actually quotes Steve Jobs talking about this exact subject matter. You don't have to have a doodle of money to be able to get out of bed every morning. And lift your head up high and be proud of who you are, of what your accomplishments are. We all have something we're passionate about. That's where you dig in and start looking. It's a huge mistake to pursue a certain amount of money or the material aspects of a lifestyle as our goal. If this does not correlate with an underlying passion. And she sees this time and time again if people aren't doing what they love, it just sucks the life out of them, doesn't it? This approach is not sustainable as the lack of meaning and purpose eventually surfaces as an issue physically, mentally, or emotionally and can lead to burnout. Many of the most highly motivated and resilient people she's encountered have overcome childhood trauma In their past, and when she feels overwhelmed, she reminds herself about Nelson Mandela. She always feels better after she reads Mandela's writing or speeches, and this is one of her favorite quotes about releasing negative emotions in order to let the good ones flourish. As I walk out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be. In prison. What is your personal prison? How are you going to make that change? How are you going to just keep that in mind? If you have to write down that quote and listen to it or read it out loud and tell your brain to let go, let go of the anger, use those exercises we talked about in the episode all about your physical well being. It might just be the change that'll get you over to the next level. But it's work, and it's work daily. So here we go. I'm I'm really digging this chapter. I don't read it verbatim, by the way. (laughs) I paraphrase a lot. To get to the bottom of our underlying motivators, we first need to be totally honest with ourselves. What do we really want out of life, and why do we really want it? Plant this question like a seed in your brain and leave it there to germinate. And if you plant that seed every night as you're sleeping, you might just wake up with an answer. I've heard that works for a lot of people. She says there is ups and downs of motivation because you think you're working towards something and then one day your intuition kicks in and it's like, "Mm, shouldn't there be more to life than this? She used interoception, physicality, which enabled her to read the physical signs that her body was running on empty. When she was feeling constantly tired and resentful and probably angry, to be honest, she looked inside herself physically, introspectively, and thought, okay, why am I tired? Why do I feel like life is sucking life out of me, literally? (laughs) And it turns out that she wasn't really following her passion. Sure, she was a doctor of uh, psychiatry, what she thought she should be. But she was missing creativity, mystery, and autonomy. The very things that had inspired her originally to study psychiatry. And they felt neglected. So well, she took the leap, the leap of faith, and really changed gears in her career. And she had a coach. And you know, if you can't afford to have a coach, a life coach, that's what these YouTube channels are so great for. There are podcasts, just something to help you lift your spirits. And her coach said to her when she thought she was becoming an epic failure <laughs> there's a certain level of drive and hunger that sets some people apart from the crowd, and you had it. Ha. Can you believe somebody said that to you out loud how you would feel? So that positive vibe gave her the boost that she really needed and she clung to it. She could kind have of chose to ignore it, but she clung to that positive vibe, that positive quote. There's a certain level of drive and hunger that sets some people apart from the crowd and you have it. Brilliant. That right there was the inspiration she needed. To keep moving forward to make a life change to her and what is that for you right what is the life changing adventure that will give you new perspective i love that and she does say beware of negative motivators negative motivators are most likely to creep in when we have a lull in momentum when the going gets tough and it feels as if we're not getting anywhere with our goals they may be acting at a subconscious level to sabotage our positive efforts knowing yourself trusting your gut developing mastery of emotions and making good decisions will help you spot negative motivators at work and challenge them to create a better future and that's also um true when it comes to what your Goal is and the path you're at. And what I mean by that is, (laughs) I have a sticky note on my desk that says, The slog is worth it. Because with each milestone, with each step forward, sometimes there's a couple steps back. Sometimes you need to find inspiration to keep that momentum going. The slog is worth it. It might take you years, but you will never look back five years from now and say, darn, I'm really mad at myself for trying to accomplish my goal. No. <laughs> That's not going to happen. You will never be mad at yourself for trying. Never. All right. Here we go. And she does get into the whole social media mm, time suck thing. <laughs> But anything that distracts you from your goals needs to be managed. Set those priorities. Then she goes on to say, perspective, motivations, silent partner. Huh. She asks herself every now and then, how much will this matter in five years' time? Perspective is about relativity in time as well as compared to the experiences of others. Another way to get a sense of perspective is to ask yourself, what advice would you give your sibling or your younger self if they were in your situation? And she says, the reason for doing this is the act of making the issue less personal yet related to someone you care for changes our perspective in a way that makes the issue more manageable for the brain to process. This means that it is more likely to lead to better decision making because depersonalization depersonalizing a problem makes it less threatening for our brains ha she reassures her clients just as our brain doesn't differentiate in its emotional response to an imagined scenario or a real one all our problems are real and challenging to us just as our brain doesn't differentiate and If you are really wondering what that means, is that your brain doesn't know the difference between what's really happening and what you're imagining is happening. Maybe your wife's late from coming home from work. Are you imagining that she's stopping to get groceries to make a special dinner? Are you imagining that uh, she's in a car accident? your brain doesn't know the difference, even while you're sleeping. So use that perspective to as your silent motivational partner. She says, perspective allows us to be a little kinder to ourselves, especially when equipped with a sort of well-developed coping strategies and the proactive approaches that we've talked about thus far. Having a sense of perspective helps us to grasp the fact that a mistake is only a mistake if we don't learn from it, and therefore train our, train our brain not to repeat that pattern. When we feel like life keeps knocking us around like a little whack-a-mole, right? <laughs> it helps to visualize ourselves as a snake, I like this, repeatedly shedding its skin. We may have to go through this process over and over again, but we come out shinier and renewed each time we recover and learn from a difficult period. Shake it off. Shake it off. Let go of the anger. Let go of the resentful. Bring in those positive vibes. Shake off that previous perception of yourself and move forward. The snakeskin skin is actually a really good analogy. I like that. But now she says it's time for action. It doesn't matter what your goal or intention is. It could be to live a balanced life or have better health or change your career. But strengthening your motivation will help you switch from imagination to action. Action wins the race, right? If you want your dreams to become reality, you need to start doing something about it and you need the resilience to keep on going with patience and ability. To move beyond distraction until you're there. How aware are you of what your goals actually are? What you need to do to progress towards achieving them and what your possible barriers might be. Do you know what your goals actually are? Have you taken a moment to write them down? Your life goals, your habit goals, your Physical goals, your mental goals, your career goals, your family goals, your spirituality goals. What is most important to you? What will move you forward? We talked about this in the beginning of the book. The number one key in the law of attraction is abundance. I'm going to go back and just give you a little quote from that. Principle one in the law of attraction. Abundance correlates with positive thinking and generosity, with the central belief that there is enough out there for everyone, and that by carving out our niche and claiming our success, we will add to the realm of possibility. Abundance feeds our self esteem and confidence, helps us stay resilient during the tough times, and is infectious and generative, creating a flourishing environment and community around us. Like attracts like. And if you look around you, you will find a positive, confident people who are friends, partners, or business partners with similar mindsets. And I'm just going to interject right there. Depending on where you are in your life, where you are in the world, where you are with your goal, if you cannot find a physical person, as a mentor, online, watching YouTube videos. I listen to TED talks. I listen to interviews. I listen to podcasts. I've read a hundred and one books this year. <laughs> Back to the book. Back to you and your motivation to reach for the stars. She says. Developing an absolute belief in the abundance of possibility and our potential power to realize our goals will help deepen motivation. When there is a potential abundance of money, love, success, and fulfillment in our mind, we don't act from a lack mindset which limits us. This is absolutely key to motivation. Thinking from this point of view helps expand our sense of what's possible In order to manifest abundance, it's crucial to make space for it in our life. Sometimes this means making a leap, leaving a job or a relationship. At other times, it's subtler, requiring lots of smaller changes to facilitate huge transformation. And that's coming full circle on how visualization is so important. And that's not an easy thing to do. But it takes practice. And if you visualize, let's say you really need, <laughs> you really need to get out of survival mode. And making more money will help you do that. Plant that seed before you go to bed. Wake up and say, money flows easily and readily towards me. Develop a love for money and the freedom it gives you. What is that one thing, that one thing that'll make a difference in your life so that you can move forward? And it's not all wishful thinking, because guess what? The next chapter is all about logical thinking. I'll see you then.